Hello, everyone. How are you feeling? I am Dr. D. And today, I want to welcome you to Connections with me. And today's topic is going to be fertility, miscarriages. Also, we are going to talk about how to heal some herbs, some remedies that we can see and help the body and products. So I want you to sit back. If you have any questions at all today, please make a comment in the comment box and we will be sure to get to the questions and answer them. For you guys that don't know, I am Dr. D, shamanic medicine woman, and I love to assist people that want to bring life into this world and parents that are first-time parents to get a grip on this in life. And all the information at the bottom of the screen, if you would like a book appointment or consultation, it's at the bottom of the screen. So let's talk about the things that go on with our body. Now I'm going to talk about the things as a woman that affects our body for us maybe not to bring life. There can be endometriosis, there can be fibroids, there can be some scarring tissue on the fallopian tubes to the uterus and the womb where you're not able uh, to bring life forward. It could be some damage. So we're, we're going to talk about all these things and maybe you have some questions about them. Maybe you have fibroids. Maybe you have an ovary and cyst. Maybe you have a block fibroid. I mean, not block fibroid, fallopian tubes. Or maybe you even have one fallopian tube. So these are scenarios that we can talk about that will help you or someone that you know this is things that we want to talk about so that's why i bring in the herb piece this is why i talk about the products you use this is why we're going to talk about exercises that can help the body so that is first first number one is you got to know your body what is your body health what is your daily health what, how do you breathe? Meaning, do you have a fast, rapid breath that you're taking? Is it very shallow? These are all things that affect your health. And why I say we should seek a naturopath, a midwife, a person internalist, someone to help you guide your body to see um, traditional Chinese medicine as well. I'll always put that out there because they'll be able to help you guide your body to a better understanding so that you can produce, which is very important. Now, you can also work with an OBGYN 
a specialist that also has infertility. There are different specialists out now that are really doing wonderful things with the body to clear it out and help bring forth life if that's what you want to do. So let's find out who you're comfortable with. If it's a naturopath, is it a midwife? Is it your OBGYN? Is your internalist? And your internalist can assist you from beginning to end as well, uh, if you don't know. And the internalist goes internal of your body. They work there. Um, regular GP, general practitioner, they're, you know, your everyday doctor that back in the day used to come to the house and check the body. Um, they're not specializing in different things where OBGYN is specializing in the care of your body as a woman. And men, you have a urologist that can help you with your prostate. So there's things that we're going to talk about, just not only for women, but for men as well, because they have some infertility issues and we seem to overlook that. Um, we always put all the blame on the woman sometimes about her not being able to reproduce. And we need to look at both parties that are involved when creating a new life. Now, women, some of the things that have caused you to have fibroids or caused you not to have a regular cycle or cause you not to get pregnant is number one is always been is birth control. Birth control basically stops your body producing normal hormones and also stop you from giving life because you're stopping the cycle because you don't want to have kids. And what they didn't know by taking these different birth controls or we'll get to that. Taking the birth control pill, that's what we're working on right now. Stops your body and it has a bad uh, reaction to when you come off the pill. They don't tell you that it's going to take a while. Your body's got to adjust. Um, they say about six months, but it sometimes can take longer. It all depends how long you've been taking birth control that has been in your system also the effects it had on your body. This is why I say that you need to work with someone very closely to understand the changes that are going on in your body when you're taking the pill. Some people, it uh, they take the pill because of maybe um, hormone imbalance. So sometimes we get acne. Sometimes our cycle is irregular. And this is more, birth control is more as used as a symptom versus used as a cure. Okay. Hello, how are you? I hope you're feeling good. Thank you for stopping by. <laughs> I see you. Okay. Had a little visitor, a gecko, no doubt. So that is good evening, Dr. V from Orlando. So let's go on and talk about the IUD. 
do anybody know what I do? They've had a bad rap for a long time. Not only do they stop uh, pregnancies, but sometimes they can mess up your cervix. Um, there's been some cases of some really <laughs> bad IUDs that women have come across, and it takes them a very, very long time for their body to get back into cycle. Um, back in the day, the other birth control that they had, there was these things called sponges. Uh, today's sponge, um, when I was a little girl, um, I seen them where it catches all the spermicide um, from the male as having intercourse. So that was something new. I haven't heard many people do that. So that was like, we're talking about in the 80s. That was something besides the birth control. And like I said, doctors always rush to put you on birth control. If your hormones, you see your hormones out of whack. And that's like I said, it's treating a symptom, not the cause. Why is your hormones out of balance? Well, as you grow as a young lady, you are going to experience unbalanced hormones until your body adjusts. Not always, I should say that. There are some cases. I don't like to put anything like uh, this is all be all because some people's body can adjust very well and some people's body cannot adjust very well as they're going through their hormonal changes. Also, this has to do with your diet. What is your diet like? Are you eating sugars and chocolates and soda pop? I think that's what it's called, soda pop. Soda pop. Are you eating a lot of fried foods? Are you just stuffing yourself with uh, cheese? Are you lacking in vitamins? And we always rush and think taking vitamins are good uh, to take. But not all vitamins are equal. Me, per se, I like the plant or fruit and vegetable mixed vitamins because of the benefits for the body. Because they tell you, you can't get this and that. So let's go on to my favorite subject, which is, of course, we are talking about food. And I want to tell you some foods that can help your body get in alignment with things you might not be getting. Because when you're not in alignment, uh, you can become anemic, you can have high blood pressure, you can get diabetes. If you're not getting your brain, you're not detoxing, you're not um, taking good care of your body, you're not exercising, that means you're not walking. This has a major effect on your body. It can send it out of whack, but your body is depleted of the vitamins and the minerals they need, which is so important. And unfortunately, the earth or soil that our vegetables and fruits are planted on has changed over, I want to say, in the last 60 years or so. 
and not for the betterment. Because when they used to, I had an IDU in college in the 70s, but quickly removed it because of the constant pain. Whoa, see, that's what I'm talking about. So I have a question for you, Dr. B. Um, you guys, she's a doula, a herbalist as well. So when you had that pain um, in the 70s, was there any damage to your internal organs? Do you know, did your doctor tell you about that? Uh, that if there was any damage done from the IUD? Because I know that was a big push, the IUD, the birth control, um, and then later on in life, they came out with the Norton plants that they put in your arms. Then they, they can't, they always coming out with something for the woman's body to control. And the thing is that the Catholics have come out with a rhythm method. I won't say the Catholics, um, but they pushed the rhythm method for women to, uh, follow with their husband for pregnancy now isn't that something the church got involved in something in your body of course <laughs> they're telling you what you should do and how you should do it but the rhythm method is even used today for some women to actually uh, get conception so you know your cycle if it's every 28 days so you know what's going on, which is a very key point. Um, record your cycles. Um, you see how easily I get distracted. Record your cycles are very, very important. Um, see what's going on. You also want to know what it looks like, the blood, what it looks like. Oh, as she said, Dr. V said, no damage. It wasn't more than a month. You're lucky and had three pregnancies after. That is amazing. Thank you, Dr. B. That is amazing. Um, you are one of the lucky ones. So the rhythm method. Um, I was going to tell you about your cycle as a woman. Knowing when you're flowing and what it looks like. Is it um, a heavy flow? Does it start light, go heavy? Um, these are different things that can also affect your body. Are you cramping a lot? Which, you know, they said um, post PMS. Um, are you craving things? So when they say PMS, again, it's a symptom. They want to treat a symptom and not the cause. Why are you craving that certain thing? Why is, why are you cramping? Why is the blood stopping there in that spot and thriving and it's not circulating? You know what I mean? Is it really heavy, thick is what you need to look at and what color is it? Because sometimes the lining that is shedding, because that's what it is, shedding of the inner lining because uh, you're not pregnant, and the egg falls, okay? So that's what it is. So when you have your cycle and it doesn't get fertilized, some women actually eggs and stuff and the old stuff stays up there in the cervix area. 
and accumulates and then it comes when it comes out it's blood the blood can be really dark uh, brown it could be uh, bright red these are the things you want to look for also if you're clotting this is something that you need to take I would say what I say is a cycle journal to figure out what's going on with your body so when you go with your doula, your midwife, your internalist, your OBGYN that you trust. And um, I keep saying that because I really don't trust a, a lot of OBGYNs, especially in America. I'm sorry. So that's why I have a hard time with that. And I, you always hear me say midwives or doulas or internalists. Um, they have more, they have more of investment in my body, I find than the other people. OBGYNs are good, some doctors are not so good. So you gotta take that with a grain of salt. Work with someone that you know and trust. And getting checked is the key of stopping anything. Because the things they know today, they didn't know or they didn't teach in school back in the day in the 60s and the 70s. They did not teach a lot of this stuff about they just say, oh, you get pregnant, and that's it. It fertilized the eggs, that's it. Not telling you that there could be some damages if you're bleeding a certain way, if you're clotting. Uh, some, I had a cousin that would get her cycle, and she would be just debilitated that she had to stay home from school her whole entire time. It was so heartbreaking. They would bring her tea. She would be on the couch uh, with a hot water bottle. They gave her Tylenol, all these things. And they wind up putting her on birth control. And she's actually grew up to be a RN. And she said the hardest thing for her for a long time was actually to get pregnant. And that's what I'm saying. If we don't understand our body and the body is letting you know, look, I'm off balance. I am shedding. I'm shedding more than usual. I'm causing you pain. I'm this blip that is coming out of you. The discharge from you is different. Um, I need to know. Is it, you know, you need to check not only for STDs, but your cycle and what it is and discussing this with your do uh, your doctor or your, uh, I'll say your practitioner so that you can get a better understanding of your body. They have a better understanding of what's going on and they can work with you, especially for these things because these are early signs of possibly long-run infertility issues, okay? And I mean issues. So these are very, it's very important to understand that when it's your body, um, how to go and what it is. Um, do you get yeast infections a lot? Why are you getting yeast infection? Is it your diet? They don't say that. Um, also, you can get yeast infections because you've been on probiotics. Um, antibiotics from the doctors for so long. They don't tell you that. They don't tell you the soap that you use can cause yeast infections. They don't tell you that. They don't tell you about the underwear, the synthetic pants. They don't tell you that. 
they don't tell you about the pads and the stuff and the chemicals in the pads in the what is those things um oh my gosh a tampon these are things that disrupt your body and basically does not help your body so for those things i would suggest like i did there's a video i i showed you some things when i travel with there's uh, charcoal pads there's bamboo pads uh that you change frequently there are um what was that the diva cups or the silicone cups that they have also um they have natural natural pads that have no bleach no dye no chemicals in them so you might want to look at that also the tampons the same thing now back in the day when i was a kid they said if you use tampons it causes toxic syndrome so that is why i never um would engage in using a tampon only when i was trying to cure uh, maybe i had a yeast infection if your body's off balance you can get a yeast infection so you see how throwing your ph balance how you can be exposed to other things or uh, vaginosis i mean there's so many bacteria that go in get, can get into the, the vagina and cause all this disruption in your body if you don't pay attention um what is a natural smell because most women um during their cycle is not going to smell like flowers but you also don't want to have a horrific odor and that again comes into food but also comes in how you take care of your body all depends if you have an infection all depends if your body is trying to get released all these aids this is what i'm saying is very very important to know about your body it's very important to know about that so i gave you a solution um back in the day they used to have women actually use douche to make or they had feminine wash they had uh feminine uh suppositories they had all these things to make you think what mother nature did that your body was just nasty as a woman and it's not we got to learn the difference of nature and natural and the effects when you go against and use the unnatural that it can affect you in the long run might not look like it but using certain dishes actually can dry you out using certain dishes can also cause infection using certain dishes with different chemicals are not good at all um now they also used to use um what is it uh douches to actually um have abortions my stepmother told me as well um they also used to use it to uh she said abortions um i forgot what else she said she said abortions we're talking about it today so that's why i was thinking of all these things these everything affects the the body the female body and whether it produces 
And I would like to say all things, basically, fibroids are nothing but benign tumors and parasites. It is, it needs blood and to feed off of each month is why some of the doctors will not remove a fibroid. What they will tell you, and they always say, let's keep an eye on it. Let's keep an eye on it. You go and you get this ultrasound, you get a, uh, what is this, um, intravenous ultrasound where they take a wand with a camera and they stick it in your vagina and the camera looks all around and it tells you and it measures what the fibroid looked like, what the cyst looked like, where it's at, where it's located, so they can tell them. But doctors will say, oh, it's not that big, don't worry about it. It's just calling you discomfort, we're gonna call it today. And, and then some will say, okay, we're gonna go in and we remove it. And we're waiting and they're waiting and waiting for that as it gets bigger and bigger. Oh, it's growing, so we're, we're gonna wait. It's not that big. When it gets really big and it affects, it can affect you having children because it can be blocking the entrance. All depends. You know, these are things they don't tell you about. When, if it's not taken care of in the right and a quick way, it can really affect a reproductive system. Um, I myself, I was young and didn't know a lot about that. I had a fibroid removed and then he told me a fibroid was another side and all he wanted to do is just keep a check on it. And he would just check, 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 and it would grow, 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 grow. Um, and I, I was in my early 20s. And, you know, I was like, no big deal. We're going to just keep watching. And that was it. And then they felt I was in my 40s. Well, you have this fibroid, let's. Cut on it. I was like, I have a fibroid, and you want to cut on it? No, I think I'll do the reversal. Now, not everybody can do that or change their diet, change their exercises, and really concentrate and do the work on that. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody um, will buckle down and do that. And that's okay. You don't have to. You got to do what works for you. But again, I digress. Talking about self. Just want to show you that, ladies, you're not, it's okay. I have um, been pregnant um, after that. Um, I've also had some. Help me. Um, did not realize that the methotrexate is a natural pill that they get for an abortion. Um, and it wasn't until I was talking to my stepmother and I was like, I don't understand why I'm not getting pregnant and blah, 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 blah. And then we went, well, you're on methotrexate, Sessie. And I'm like, but I don't understand. She said methotrexate is, was used back in the day. It was an abortion pill. So I went to my doctor <laughs> and we had this long discussion. And told me, yes, it is. So that's why we always do a pregnancy test and all this other stuff for your, 
your treatments that you're going to get. And I'm like, wow. I was on this medication for over 15 years, I'll say. Um, I was diagnosed with uh, lupus and paralyzing rheumatoid arthritis at a very young age as a nurse working at Doylestown Hospital. But I didn't let that stop me. You can tell me what you want me to have and I'll keep it moving. Um, and I just followed and listened to the doctors until I was like, okay, this is not working. I got to do the same treatment I do for my daughter. I do for myself and go natural. And that's what I did. And my body responds. And when I was on that medication, I was up to 200 pounds. I was a big ups. I was a big girl in a little body. I was only, and I'm only 5'3". So that makes effect. It also causes problems on your joint, man. But also being that, um, it affects me being able and gearing towards uh, pregnancy. So for me, uh, learning the body, seeking out treatment for the body, working with someone that has your best interests. Like I said, we're going to talk about the herbs. We're going to talk about vitamins and what your body needs and we're not getting. Um, and some foods that can actually help you get the vitamins that you do need which is very um, important in my book. It is so important for you to get the vitamins you need because it helps you be able to um, function, if you will. You know what I mean? Helps you function, let's see. Uh, hold on. Oh, okay. And I want to give you some things um, when your body is not functioning, what happens. So let's talk about vitamins um, and the things, you know, first of all, these are some things that you need to be aware of. Um, no alcohol um, if you're trying to get pregnant or you just shouldn't do alcohol. It has not a good effect, and it's a reason why they call it spirit, which is not good for you. Um, the thing is eating up. We need to stop, as I said, eating refined sugar or refined flour or refined food or processed food. Um, things that are not in their whole state, meaning, you know, your cereal is processed unless it's granola and how it's made. Uh, your bran flakes, your corn flakes, your cocoa pebbles, your, um, what is it, Cheerios, Cheerios, and all of that, they're processed. And basically, when you are in a certain income bracket, you have the tendency to eat really bad because there are a lot of fried food, fried chicken, and all these stuff that are processed for you to eat. French fries, pizza, soda, um, soda pop, uh, popsicles with colors, dyes, and additives, and preservatives, and things your body is having a hard time adjusting that we don't look at, okay? 
so they put these stores. These stores are in a lot of neighborhoods, especially low, low income. So they got the potato chip, they got the corn chip, they got the uh, the ho hos, the Twinkies, the um, oh my gosh, all these stuff, the Jolly Ranchers, all this stuff to basically debilitate your body. And they know this from research from 1970 that was done by Kraft. They know what to put in and what to do. They just chose not to. That's just one company. They invest a lot of money in how to make food look appetizing psychologically wise for you to buy it to make them more money. There is 1.3 billion they pay for the psychological being for food for you to find out what would make you want to actually eat their product and the chemicals that you use to make you eat their product. So, and this has a bad effect. Um, this also, by eating this, it makes your body low in vitamin A, B6, and C. And also this have a tendency of eating a certain way can also make you deficient in iron, calcium, and magnesium. These are things you really, really need. Vitamins, vitamin A, D, and E, and K. These are very important. They don't talk about them. And why not? Why are they not talking about this? Why are we deficient in vitamin A? Why are we deficient in vitamin D? Why are we deficient in vitamin K? And why are we deficient in vitamin E? That's something that you need to think about. Um, those vitamins are stored in the liver. So when they're not self-supplying, uh, your liver takes a hit. And if you remember, your liver in your kidney, hear me? Liver in your kidney cleans your body. When you have anything going on, they test. Also, how your pancreas is functioning, how your kidney is functioning. These are all important. That's why I like traditional Chinese medicine. I like naturopath medicine. Naturopaths are big, different things for us, for our bodies. These are people that put it all together. Let's talk about um, the way we cook our food is another thing. Um, we're always frying. Uh, we are not, we're overcooking the vegetables. We're overcooking the meat. We're overcooking, uh, you know, we're adding sugar. We're adding uh, the salt, the ionized salt that doesn't really play a part in your body. I prefer Himalayan salt because it has minerals in it. I prefer Hawaiian lava salt. They have the black Hawaiian salt. They have the green lava salt. They have different minerals. So for me, I love sea salt. I love Himalayan salt because of the mineral content that helps my body. The black salt I really love, and this black salt that I got from India, it is the bomb.com. So if you're a vegan, get black salt. I'm, I'm not, anybody's not paying me this. It can make uh, what you think. Uh, some things taste like eggs. 
that's why I got it most other things how you store the food now the thing how they store your food in the can when you're getting canned products this is not good for the body as well because they're adding salt they're adding uh, sugar they're adding these different preservatives to keep the vegetables in that way um, if you have to try to buy as fresh as possible fresh as possible Reason being, the fresher you are, the better it is for your body to digest. The more minerals the body you can get. I mean, minerals your body can get. Um, when they have, back in the day, they used to do uh, can, um, what is it, preserving and canning. And the way they do it is a lot different than they do it in the factories, because the factories are not doing it like your grandmama, your great-grandmama and them used to do and making those peaches preserves and all this stuff and hot sauce. That's the kind of family I came from. They made stuff, so that's why I think I am the way I am today because of that. And um, so another thing that you wanna be aware of, mineral oil in the intestine hinders your absorbent, um, for you to absorb the vitamins. It's almost like um, if you have celiac, celiac disease, Celiac, uh, the villas in your stomach, they're like these little hairs, we'll go say little hairs, and they, they wave around. So what happened when you have a celiac, the starch or dust, I'll say, from the things that has gluten covers the um, the villas, and it makes you not be able to absorb vitamins from food, and you're actually your body goes into starvation. So not everybody is a gluten, have gluten um, problems. There's, you know, that's not the problem. It's uh, glyso, glyso something, I forgot the name, glyso, that is in the products like wheat they're putting in for you not to be, absorbed, um, be able to absorb. But celiac is really serious. There's a whole list of stuff that you cannot eat because of it actually really starves the body. Get tested to find out if that's what it is to be, you know, be sure. Because it's, you know, very important about that for you to get that. Um, B complex is very important to the body, like I just said. Um, vitamin B and C can be destroyed by heat and basically by cooking. I used to wonder why they would tell people not to cook um, oranges too much. Like when they make the marmalade, it's different. It's not at a high point, but like really cooking, it's not getting a lot of vitamin C out of it. Um, and that, But then again, the marmalade that they actually make, they make it with the rinds as well as the juice to make it into a jelly. So I can see some of that. So we're going to talk about that. Um, so whatever, like when you're taking vitamins or anything and your body is absorbing, whatever your body does not use, it actually excretes in your urine. So it just, bing, it goes out. So sometimes we take these vitamins and we're thinking, oh, what's doing this? And they'll carry over. No, it does not carry over. It goes out in your urine. It's gone. So let's talk about vitamin A and why it is 
uh, so important. Hold on for one second. Hold on for one second, ladies and gentlemen. Hello? Hello? Okay, I don't know what's going on. Hold on, maybe okay, I got a live call. Whatever. Uh, okay, we're gonna, gonna call back and see what's going on. I don't know gonna, So let's talk about, as I'm making this phone call, <laughs> Um, the underdeveloped or what having not having a vitamin A. Can, are you listening to my show? I thought that's why you were calling me. You can't hear me. Yeah, no, I heard you. I couldn't hear you, but I, the music is playing kind of low. I just went to it. It looked like it's one or two people chatting in there. I just went to it after I called. I thought you said it starts at nine o'clock. It was at nine o'clock yet. Over here. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm on now. I've been on. I'm on now. Okay. I'm live. Power to the people, damn it. You're so funny. Love, love. Power to the people. Hey. Okay, baby. All right. I'll see ya. For y'all don't know, that's my big brother. Always support me. So I guess he's like saying, okay, so let's talk about we're getting back to vitamin A. So vitamin A can actually, if you're lacking in vitamin A, it can cause blindness. It also deteriorates um, your eyesight, which we don't think about. We think because we're in this country we don't think that can happen to us, but if you're not taking the right uh, vitamin, eating the right food with beta carotene, it's not good. So beta carotene is like a orange yellow. It's presented in, you know, different green, green colors and it has different things and it helps the body eat. And so I wanted to give you some of the things that the vitamin A does for the body, which is good, it gives you the ability to see in dim light. That is from eating vitamin, I mean, vitamin A. It maintains your normal skin. It helps um, with developing a growth of your bones and your teeth as you get older and age as a child. Um, it also helps the cells remove mucus from the lining of the respiratory, urinary, and intestine tract, and it keeps it going. So, um, I'll give an example. I've been wanting like carrot juice, carrot juice, carrot juice, carrot juice. So I was, uh, taking in drinking, I love carrot juice, so I drink a lot of carrot juice. And what I found that I was using the bathroom quite a bit because I was drinking 750 milliliters of carrot juice because carrot juice fresh is the bomb.com for me. So I know it was removing a lot of stuff for me. It also is an aid in reproductive 
and your reproductive process of your body. So that's very good. So this is what we want when we want fertility. Um, it helps uh, carbohydrates, carbohydrates metabolize in the liver a lot better. You see how the liver comes into play here again? Um, it helps with proper smelling, hearing, and tasting. Vitamin A now, I told you. Uh, it aids in certain cancers. I've told you that. Um, oh, matter of fact, if you guys want, there's my book that a lot of stuff that I'm saying, it's actually in my book, uh, Toxins, Be, um, Toxins and Inflammation Be Gone. Uh, and it's really good. So when you're deficient, uh, you know, you have poor vision at nighttime, nighttime vision, okay? And we think it's because we're getting older, and it's not always because we're getting older. It's because we might be deficient in vitamin A. So you might want to check that out, okay? Um, let me see what else is going on. Uh, can anybody? Can everybody hear me? I want to make sure I can be heard. Uh, this is good when, you know, I would like to have somebody produce my show. <laughs> you know, so we can hear what's going on. This is good. Yeah, I would like to have somebody produce my show. <laughs> okay. So let's begin. So this is what happens. Um, you can get dry, scaly skin, and your skin begin to itch from being vitamin A deficient. Um, it makes you more receptible, increases your chance to infection in the respiratory, you know, your respiratory tract. Um, I told you about the changes in your eyes. Your dry, your eyes can become dry, swollen, infected. Um, these are things your your if you have a, um, a wound, it will not heal properly if you're deficient in vitamin A. And a lot of people think, oh, well, that's because I have diabetes. No, this could be, but also it's a sign that your body is deficient in vitamin A. And also your enamel and your teeth will not be so good and you will get a great number of cavities will start increasing um you lose a, a source of taste and smell see but we all put this down as aging and you're not seeing the point and it also can stunt growth vitamin a um so this is good um you don't want to overdose on vitamin A at all. So let me give you some sources that you can go to and actually take and use. Uh, you have dark green vegetables such as carrots, pumpkins, gourd, sweet potato, winter squash, yellow corn, tomatoes. And you have your broccoli, your char, your Swiss chard, your spinach your beet greens, your collard greens. Again, this is what I was telling you. Get the book. Yellow fruits like apricot, cantaloupe, peaches, persimmon, oranges, mangoes. These are things. You see the deep, beautiful color? And I like the 
orange, orange mango, the yellow skin mangoes versus that green, red mangoes. And also watermelon, watermelon. So um, during your pregnancy or during when you're lactating, you need 6,000 IUs of vitamin A. So, and women should get 4,000 when you're pregnant, 5,000. So be careful. Now let's talk about vitamin D and why that's, you know, these are the, remember I was saying vitamins that we're not able to get or not doing too good. Um, You know, so they're saying people in their 80s uh, make one half of the vitamin D that they did in their 20s. And not really good. Uh, they're telling exposing your arms and legs and from noon for 10 to 15 minutes a week allows you to get vitamin D and helps. So that's what they tell you to do. So um, also what we do is we do some sun gazing. So while you're out there, make it a double source. What vitamin D does, it, it regulates the absorption and metabolism of calcium and phosphorus to help you have strong bones and teeth. So you see how vitamin A and vitamin D go together? These are very important, so necessary. Um, it also, vitamin D helps you maintain a normal blood level of calcium and phosphorus. There you go, phosphorus. Children that are basically deficient in vitamin D, um, bones are soft, bent easily, or bow-legged or not mean. Now, I had uh, an aunt when I was little. She was about a year older than me, and she was bow-legged. And back in the day, they used to have those shoes from Buster Brown that had the medals on them, so you wouldn't be bow-legged. And it made sure you walked a certain way. She got she got those shoes. <laughs> also, when you're deficient, um, teeth may you know not grow as growing children do, and your teeth have a tendency to decay. Again, vitamin D, vitamin A go together. So also, when you're lacking in vitamin D, um, the strength of the bones are not as good. Um, they're easily like your bones are really pliable and they're easy to break. That's not good. And it does happen. Um, sometimes you can get too much of, excuse me, vitamin D and, um, you can find uh, kidney stones, uh, high blood pressure. So these are some things that can cause of you to overtake vitamin D. Because some of us do. Uh, hi, beautiful. How are you? This is people of the Americas. Okay. In the house. Okay. Now, the source of vitamin D can be found in foods, fruits, vegetables, and grains. Um, the best source are egg yolks, milk, and butter and cheese. Um, and exposure to your skin to the sun. So let's talk about the function 
we already talked about the function. Let's talk about the um, vitamin E, how it normalizes and what it needs. Um, that is very important. We were talking about that. Oh, vitamin E, which normalizes. Come on, Sussie, where did you see it? I skipped ahead. It, it removes radicals and prevents producing the disease, ah, injuring to the normal cells in the body. <laughs> okay, vitamin E protects vi um, your vitamin A and C. And making sure that it um, the unsaturated um, fats don't become oxidized. Whew. Okay. Protects the red blood cells from destruction. This is vitamin E. That little thing, that little pill you guys take or don't take, I don't know if you do or not. And it, again, another thing for reproductive. This was a main reason why I was saying that we need to do this on infertility. Um, it slows down the aging process. Um, it helps with pain and cramps in the legs while walking. It also, ooh, it helps with um, impotence. <laughs> um, it basically, if it's not done or taken right, you'll have a decrease in sex drive. And it also, ooh, does um, heart disease. It's not good for heart disease. I mean, it increases heart disease exposure. And when you take it, it can help athletes um, be, have more stamina in their body. Okay. Oh, wow. So where you can find vitamin E, now I don't remember, when I was a kid, I used to eat wheat germ. We used to put wheat germ on our um, farina or wheat tina. So I grew up eating it. The wheat germ they had uh, would be covered in honey and we would put it over our cereal. So where you can find vitamin E is in wheat germ, wheat germ oil, um, soybeans, legumes, corn, nuts, seeds. They have vitamin E in them. And some cereals, like I said, it's processed, have it in them. Grief, green leafy vegetables that have vitamin, vi uh, vitamin E are green leafy vegetables. Like your collards, your Swiss chard, your spinach, your kale. Those are things. Peppers, carrots. So the next vitamin we want to talk about is vitamin K that is needed. Vitamin K is very essential to the body. Um, vitamin K can be found in plants and animals, um, but it's also the most made up synthetic man-made is vitamin K because people don't think you can get vitamin K in anything. Um, and newborn babies need vitamin K. It helps them uh, fight off uh, bacteria um, and hemorrhaging um, when babies, uh, for their blood, helps them not hemorrhage. Now, when vitamin K is deficient in adults, 
it can actually have uh, allude to chronic diarrhea, bowel duct obstruction. You see what I mean? And how we get these deficiencies from antibiotics, sulfonamides. I never heard of that. I never heard of that one. You see? So the things that you can get vitamin K from, but people don't know, is dark green leafy vegetables, cauliflower, alfalfa. If you like the alfalfa sprouts, that's good. Peas and cabbage. Cereals. Other vegetable oils, soybeans. I don't like them. I don't do them. So that wouldn't be for me. Um, cow's milks and mother's milk. There is vitamin K in those. So, you know, those are the things you want to have. Vitamin B1. Uh, they cause, if you're lacking in that, it causes diseases. Vitamin B1 is help with energy. It, vitamin B1 helps you stimulate your appetite and coenzyme system. It also helps your nervous system. It also helps your cardiovascular system. So these are things that are needed for babies as one they want to get pregnant before they're pregnant and prenatal care as well. So where you can get this from are wheat germ, whole grain bread, cereal, dried peas, dried beans, peanuts, peanut butter, and legumes, nuts, green leafy vegetables, that's B1, protein-rich foods for B1, okay? Now, riboflavin or B2, and also vitamin uh, G. Woo! Again, they're saying it's in milk products, but like I said, I knew that's not true, so I looked it up, and what I found was, again, wheat germ, real wheat germ, not the processed wheat germ, leafy green vegetables, nuts, and legumes. Are you seeing the powder? Nicium, vitamin B3. Okay, these are things when you're not having causes dizziness, delusions, severe depression, irritability, headache, confusion. These are because you're lacking in that. So it's not always something else. Always check your vitamins. You might want to, uh, they have this thing in, on the big island where you can get vitamin shots. And that is actually in the American Journal that we are deficient in vitamins for all these diseases. That's why we have them, because we're deficient in the vitamins. But if we would actually go and get the vitamins that we are depleted in, that your health can actually turn around. They used to give vitamin C um, liquid drops, like you can go and get an infusion or um, and not at the place and get an infusion of vitamin C. You get an infusion of a vitamin D, of a vitamin infusion, and you would get these. These are things that you need to look at look into and talk to someone if you're planning this um let's get back legumes peanut butter whole grains enriched breads seeds nuts broccoli potatoes tomatoes collard greens avocado figs prunes and bananas did you hear me nice enough. did you hear me so it's very important these six you know good 
for red blood cell reproduction, helping the hemoglobin system. Um, this is what's needed, you know. So, what are you going to do? Folic acid. Let's get back to uh, what you need: legumes, bananas, potatoes, green green vegetables, yellow corn, wheat germ, seeds, um, avocado, yeast. And there's a thing called Brewster's yeast. So you might want to try that. So this is, let's get back to folic acid. Folic acid is very good for growth and reproductive system because that's the thing. If you have bone problems, as well as trying to get pregnant or pregnant, you really need your folic acid. It helps you, it helps the baby. It, these are things that are so imperative. And they are good for anemia, folic acid. It prevents it. Um, it also helps the baby. Like I said, I the babies. I said that. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. You know, I got to check. Now, if you're deficient in this, your tongue and mouth might have sores on your, in your mouth, on your mouth walls, or your tongue. And it could be smooth the color. So these are things you want to look for when you're deficient in folic acid. Now, where can you get them? Green leafy vegetables, broccoli, asparagus, okra, uh, parsnips, which I love parsnips, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts too. Nuts, legumes, yeats, oranges, carrots, um, cantaloupe. So can you see the similarity, like all the things or the foods that are the same that is repetitious of what you basically need of getting these vitamins in these foods? Um, B12, which most people get from animals and some people didn't think that you can get B12 any other way. Um, it's proficient by you know your weight your weakness difficulty walking mental disturbance when you're your b12 it can mess you up causing anemia are you seeing the battery um production is good for you know it's really supposed to help with normal growth it's supposed to help the nervous system supposed to help the body cells the cells in your body function normally and function it's like you know keep it going um it also you know prevents um, anemia. So that's what you need to do. And that's not always true. Now, some things you can do, they say soybeans. Uh, what else? Uh, what did I say? Quinoa and kamut. These are all like old, old um, grains that you can use for the body. Okay? And stability. So these are things that you can do B3, um, you need, uh, you got yeast, you got green leaf. And remember I said it's Brewster yeast, not, um, that regular yeast. Brewster yeast is very good for the body. It's been helping the body do a lot. So you might want to really look at that. Um, it, broccoli, um, bread, legumes, and yams are good and they're good. So these are things you want to look at. Vitamin C, they're basically saying, you know, it can cause scurvy. Scurvy is a disease of lacking in vitamin C. So 
You need citrus fruits. That means citrus fruits like limes, oranges, lemons, even pineapples have vitamin C in them. And even cranberries have vitamin C in them, which is very good. So that is, you know, so you can get them fresh if possible. If not, you know, you do what you can. Get in the kit. So green peppers, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, tomatoes, tomato juice, cabbage, greens, collets, kale, char, Swiss char, um, what is that thing? Bok choy, um, chaya, which is here maple, and as you can, it has that vegetable, um, potatoes yams cauliflower asparagus and cabbage like these are basically the same thing so these vegetables you really want to cook lightly you don't want to deplete and overcook them until there's no nutrients left like you know back in the day the best part when you were a kid when you, your family made those collard greens they got turnip greens they got mustard greens they got regular greens they got and they be cooking, 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 cooking forever. Do you know what the best part was? What, what we call pot liquor. The liquor from all of that, where all the vitamins sat. Everybody else ate the greens, but in that liquid was all the vitamins you need. Pot liquor. That was good. So those are the things. And it also, you know, helps your skin taste stay clear. So you want to... Be proficient in that. Also, you want to do plenty of water. Check your water, spring water, alkaline water. Now, let me tell you about alkaline water, what people don't tell you. If you are taking some kind of medication and you take that alkaline water, let me tell you that alkaline water cancels everything out. What they tell you, the alkaline water is a cleanser. It cleans and removes. So if you've been building your body up um, of vitamins and you're taking these vitamins, it's going to wash it out. So what I say to people, drink alkaline water at certain things, but not with any medication because it makes it void of anything you're taking. Drink alkaline water by itself, not with the vitamins or any kind of uh, prescription medication. Um, I had an uncle that takes high blood pressure pills and didn't understand uh what was going on he was taking he was drinking a keg of water with his high blood pressure pills and other pills so it basically washed it out the system so i'm saying don't do that be very well educated on your alkaline if you have a, a keg and water machine which you know it's it's the bomb.com i like mine i don't have it here in mexico but that's okay um i can get alkaline water here too so that's something you want to be aware of when you're drinking your water, where it comes from, the source, the understanding of how it can help your bodies and nourish your body. So these are very important when you are trying to get pregnant. Now, I know I went on a long time about the vitamins and reason being is because I want you to understand these things help your body. So the thing is, 
dandelion greens are basically good for the liver, but also detoxes. So is burdock root. Burdock root is an herb for your, your liver. It's also good for your skin. Uh, yellow yellow dock or yellow burdock root, same thing. Good for liver, good for skin. It helps the liver. It helps the skin. It helps the body. It helps the body detox and break down. These are just, you know, there's other things that they do, but we're going to just focus on that. Now, another herb that is really good for the body that actually removes things, but you would only see it or think of it as a spice is oregano. Oregano is a natural antibiotic, a natural anti-parasitic, a natural viral. These things you put in your seasonings or you put in, uh, what else do you do with it? You just make it an infusion. You can actually make a tincture with it. So maybe we'll talk about that, you know, one day of making a tincture of what oregano and how to do it and what it is for. But these spices that you put, basil, oregano, thyme, they all assist the body in healing and moving things that do not belong in the body. But they're in your spice cabinet. So your spice cabinet has a double duty. Now, also, the thing is turmeric. Turmeric is good. I'm telling you, turmeric and black pepper is the bomb. There's golden milk that helps with inflammation, helps the body fight back. So these are just a little bit of the herbs I can give you. If you really want to know more about that, like I said, look at the bottom of the screen. You can call my Mexican number. If you're on WhatsApp, look me up. Let me know who you are. Give a shout out before I do that. And then there's my regular number on there that you can just leave a call, leave a message, or send me a text, and I'll get it. So let's go on to products that actually can harm us um, in the reproductive system. One is perms. We don't think about the perms and the dyes and the lies and all this stuff, and I said lies on purpose that have it in there that affects our body and the chemicals in our body to actually reproduce. So there's the perms. And also the synthetic hair that you buy. I don't care if you're gonna buy hair, try to buy human hair. It might be expensive, but it's better for you. I'm not telling you like the dudes like, ah, oh, the women with their hair. Let me tell you, back in Egypt, they had, they had, um, they were wearing wigs too because there was a lot of different um, lice and different diseases that they had. So they had wigs on their head. They didn't have their natural hair, but they were made of other things, not what we have today. But that's a, a story for another day. So synthetic hair actually compromises your reproductive system. It actually causes uh, fibroids to embody themselves in your body. So I would not use synthetic hair or go to human hair. And it plays a major part. Um, see what it does. The gel you use, the hair gel, the chemicals they have in there is not good for your reproductive system. Uh, the shampoo you use is not good for your body. It makes your body fart. The, air, the conditioner you use, read your ingredients that has a cause or effect of your body that it is not working. 
And we already talked about the feminine wash and the, the dangers that it caused. Because the feminine wash is not good for the body and the douche and the suppositories, they're not good for the body. They actually harm the body, not help the body, not heal the body. That is imperative, okay? So another thing you would not think of is actually your deodorant. The deodorant you use with aluminum, that has been led and been known to cause cancer. Is that something that you want in your body or need on your body, but you're like, what do you use? They have all kinds of things that you can use. You start alkalining your body, start getting your body to natural pH balance. You will not actually need deodorant. Or if you do, it will be little. But it all depends on what you're doing. Your body will start to change. All depends on the water. Are you drinking chlorophyll? Are you drinking spirulina? I mean, these things that helps the body helps nourish and gets the body in balance. It actually, the chlorophyll actually refreshes the body and actually, you know, doesn't bring a smell. But there's natural deodorants that you can use. There's natural deodorants that you can make uh, that doesn't have aluminum in it, has essential oils that's much better, smell good, look good, and actually work. Now, um, there's some people that are like really, really, really heavy sweaters. There's, you might have to create your own. There's certain essential oils that you need to add in there to help your body so it's not depleting. So when you stop your body from sweating, that is not natural. Your body needs to per perspire, and that's what it's there for, to perspire. So we get the antiperspirants, so we don't want to sweat. Okay, well, you don't sweat, but guess where is that sweat going in? And what all the toxins are doing when you're doing it? It's going inward, and what does it cause? It causes, you know, ailments under your arm. So again, you know, these are imperative of what you do. Your soap, your detergent you even wash with. You know what I mean? The towel you wipe your butt with, your face with, your everything with. What chemical, what dye did they use for that? Because the dye does come off. Guess where it comes off? It comes off on your body. So, and then you got bleach. So get as natural as possible. Toilet paper. The toilet paper has fragrances in it. The toilet paper they make. I mean, you're not thinking these all things play a part in your body. It does not do your body any good. It actually doesn't harm. Um, I like bidets. I always love bidets. Coming back to America was kind of hard, but then I found out they got a portable bidet that I can take myself. After being in Asia for a long time, especially in Korea, in the airport is the bomb.com. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I love my bidet. Don't have one here. I'm waiting for it to deliver. <laughs> but in the meantime, I have my portable thing because you want to clean properly and you want that because some women are actually reason you have a yeast infection let me tell you two reasons one you're not wiping yourself properly could be sometimes you're not wiping yourself properly you haven't been taught to wipe properly okay and another one is excuse me if there's anybody on the you know you don't want to hear this under 18 
It is actually when men and women, men decide they want to go to the other hole and introduce you to that kind of, they say, pleasure, they say. Okay. So they go in the back way. And then guess what? They don't get up, take a shower, wash up. They go right into the vagina. Guess what? Hello, bacteria, chemicals, nasty stuff that's removed. It's going right in the front. I'm just saying. So you're introducing bacteria and bad stuff in the front of you. So these are things that are very important to understand about your body and what you're doing. So a bidet, you rinse off front and back, and they have a bidet, which is have a female bidet that is nice and it warms and it has a spray for the front and a spray for the back. So if you're a man, you don't have to use it, but I like it. And the seat is heated. That's it. You can get that for that. But this helps the body. Do you understand what I'm saying? Why? These are all the things that the body starts helping. Um, the natural things that you can take if you have a yeast infection or anything in your body, a natural, 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 another natural antibiotic that you can take, probiotic you can take, is actually drink kombucha. But find out if you have a tolerance for it because not everybody can take kombucha because of natural probiotic. Another one is garlic. Chop some garlic up with olive oil, swallow it, suck it down, but it's also good. It also cleans out the liver. It's also good for detoxification. Again, these are some recipes in that book that I have to get the exact measurement and all that stuff. I'm telling you, I know I'm like pushing hard. Toxins and inflammation be gone. You, it's a PD, PDF file. You can get it and it will break it down on the juices that you need for the inflammation also for toxins to be removed. I've got a liver cleanse in there. I've got a gallbladder cleanse in there. It's basically just with everything with juices, vegetables, and herbs. It's nothing hard, something that you got to go out and, and was blah, blah, blah. It's things that you probably normally would have in your kitchen from fruits and vegetables that helps the body. This is what I'm saying. So these things are imperative of what's going on. I am going to have a specialist that's gonna talk about endometriosis, another one that's gonna talk about fibroids, and I am looking for, uh, there was a specialist that was in Switzerland that works with nothing but infertility. But I am in a land of Mecca, Mecca healing. So some things, we're going to talk about yoni steams, why yoni steams, why, and for men, why anal steams, and what they do and what they produce. And we're going to talk about what they so-called call Mayan abdominal massage. But they also, what I love from Thailand, I learned the Thai abdominal massage, which is the bomb.com, and it helps. It helps shift stuff, help things get back into normal, just like the Mayan abdominal. Uh, massage that uh, they talk about and also men there is a prostate massage that help for you so there's things for the men that enlarge prostate so the the food gentlemen it works just as good for you as for the women but the body function of course you know if you got clogged up your uh your you know it's not working enlargement 
or painful blood. There's a lot of things that we don't even think or know about men that needs to be looked upon. Like I said, getting checked. Um, if you're producing enough sperm, if you're having problem, um, these are things actually can, or you're having a reptile dysfunction. That is something that we need to look into for you gentlemen. Uh, that's something that we need to look into you as well. So, and things that you can take. Uh, my mate uh, at the time, many, many moons ago, uh, my mate had some issues. And of course, he's older, I was 35, and I got it together. Gave him salt pimento, uh, I've got horny goat, and a whole regimen. Each person is different. So these are just some things I'm putting out there that do work, that work for the body, but everybody's different. You gotta know what you're taking. You gotta know what you're dealing with. Again, gentlemen, seek out your natural practitioner to work with you to see what's going on. And like I said, I do consultations. So that helps. Um, it helps the body. I know it helps him and um, he didn't think he'd get anybody uh, pregnant. And when I had my car accident, I was definitely pregnant. Um, that we were in together, that he transitioned. Uh, but he was able, he was not shooting blanks anymore. <laughs> he, he, was, he was packing a full load. So it can make a difference. Also, I changed his diet. At the time, I was just straight vegan, and I was the one making the food, and I made everything from scratch, from tomato soup, homemade tomato soup, to the bread that he ate. So everything was made from me for him to get that. So... So it's a effort and team effort that you want to do that can work. So these are things I'm going to work with someone that's going to talk about erectile dysfunction with men, some enlarged prostate, what we can do, uh, men that have cancer. These are things that are very imperative, that are good for them as well as good for us. When you're working with your mate, you're working as a team. And this is the goal. The goal is pregnancy. Now, um, psychologically, you want to be prepared for the body changes, the weight gain, the weight loss, uh, the hormone changes, men, women, all of this stuff, it affects. If you're in that area psychologically, your mate is going to be emotional um, in some hormone because by attaching, if you know anything about metaphysical, if you're with that person, you feed off each other, your emotions. So if you're sad, they might, they might feel sad, then again, they might not, all depends. So look at that and take that in account. Men, which a woman comforted, she needs love. Give her a hug, give her love. You know, during these times, uh, crisis, that's the miscarriage, uh, which we didn't talk on, which is very hard for some women to talk about. And some women brush it off like it's nothing. Or even some women that have had abortion, as far as I'm concerned, even if you had an abortion, that you still have an attachment. It's still something. You still a loss. It's still a grief, and you need to grieve. And no one needs to judge anybody for whatever they do because it's their body and what they need to do, or they felt they need to do. Okay. So with that being said, uh, miscarriages, if not held the right way, or loss of a child, are sometimes not the right way because number one, people don't know what to say. People don't know how to approach you. People are just scared. They are scared of pure emotion, of breakdown. A lot of people are scared of tears. 
because they don't know what to say. They don't know how to react when something like this happens. The best thing you can do is be that support for that person. Let them talk. Let them grieve the way they need to grieve. Um, for my clients, I take them through a process of different stages and we do a ceremony for that child that was lost or that child that has passed. So there's different things that we do. We work together to get through that process of doing what needs to be done. You, you understand? And it's not easy. So I'm just giving you some things. Um, know who is strong enough to be there for you, meaning that not strong in sense, but they're going to have your back when you're going through this, that they're going to be able to support you because not everybody can. Um, it, it's, it's hard. Death is a wake-up call to a lot of people, especially a younger person. It's a real wake-up call, and it's a hard pill to digest. People don't know what way and what way to go. They run. So it's okay. I'm just saying you're going to go through some grief. You're going to go through some denial. You're going to go through different emotions. And guess what? It is okay. No one needs to judge or pressure you to feel any kind of way. Whatever you did or whatever happened. It's, and I want you to know, we as parents that lose children or lost children or had a miscarriage, we think it's our fault. It's not your fault. That individual being came in to give you a glimpse of love that you might need it at that time. They served their purpose and now they must move on to another place or another, I don't know, move on. Okay. And even though the child is transitioned, they are still with you. Just because they transitioned, they just moved out of this body function. Just out of this body, this solid form, solid mass of made of water. They just transitioned to something else. Now they're in more like a gaslight form or other forms that you can't imagine. Think of it like that. And always like, you know, speak love thank you and thank them for being choosing you as the vessel to come through or for you to be the parent that you could so miscarriages um if it's done after birth you're still going to have a lot of hormones going through you so you're emotionally not stable not right and a lot of things are going on and people don't understand. And it takes a while for your hormones after having a baby come back, or especially when you're pregnant and having a miscarriage, or even when you have an abortion and you still got all of that playing. And we don't even think about that and the effects it does have on the body. I don't know why that came up. Sorry. Um, effects it has on the body. Uh, it has a psychological effect 
has an emotional effect and definitely has a spiritual effect. It rocks your world. It turns it upside down. You don't know which way to go and, and which way to be. But I'm telling you, go through each emotion that you need to go through and honor it and honor them. And if you have a friend that's had or have been through any of these things, honor them, support them. Just, you know, like, I'm here for you. Is there anything I could do for you? And they might say no, or they might not even know what they need. Be okay with that. Be non-judgmental. Support them. Because it takes your body through that. And sometimes through these miscarriages you're going through is a For other things to be birthed, whether it's a child, whether it's a career, whether it's whatever, it's making room for something to blossom and grow, to bring you joy. Now, you're not going to say you're not going to miss this child. Some people say, oh, you, you're harping on this person too much, blah, 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 blah. You can't tell me how to grieve or what I need to feel. This is me. What you do is on you. And you take it like that. I'm just saying. How are you adjusted? How are you facilitating this transition of all things? Like I said, don't feel bad. Does anybody have any questions? Have I done... Um, some things now exercises that i want to talk about that uh does open up i'm working with a lady to actually come on to talk about things that opens up the pelvis and opens up the body besides doing uh, tai chi balloon dafa um hatha yoga comedic yoga these are different things that can be done um, also belly dancing opens up the womb, opens up the hips. These are different things that we have. African dancing, certain African styles, dancing helps you bring in life, bring in energy. These different movements help you get where you want to be. So try some of them. So I, like I said, I'm going to continue to have people on here that are going to talk about things that can help you because there is a very much needed thing to talk about fertility and how to bring how to have a healthy pregnancy uh the next show uh, or coming soon will be geriatric pregnancy so for all you guys that don't know uh holly berry had a geriatric pregnancy um Maze Lee is going through a geriatric pregnancy. Janet Jackson went through a geriatric pregnancy. There are a lot of women that are having these children at an age beyond what people think. And they're like, you got to be this and that. It's about uh, the cycle and what you can do in changing and the body and the support, meaning food, physical exercise. Um, 
all who do you have in your corner your doctor um, all of this can be supported just saying um it can help you so take that into consideration so we will talk more in that like i'm getting more does anybody have any more questions or anything answer that like i will have specifically more herbs if you're looking for more herbs uh, we're going to talk and break that down i'm hoping the things that i said were very useful um i have went run way way over my time i thank you for participating and being a part of food alchemy network i am dr d aka shamanic medicine woman that wants to help you bring in the life that you so seek meaning i'm saying toodles for now Dr. D, alignment with self, ionic detox, biofeedback, Reiki, prana, quantum biofeedback, color therapy. Get in touch with Dr. D. We look forward to hearing from you. 1-4-8-0-2-5-3-9-4-0-7. If you would like to make an appointment with Dr. D. And for those in Mexico and have what's up, call 529-995-0889. That is on what's up. And that is Mexico. That is bye for now. We will talk for re. Pacific 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ori looks forward to you in each and every Monday. And I am saying good night, everyone. This has been your favorite food alchemist. Bless.
Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. 